Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, Doug Mellard. Hey, Doug Benson. Where are you? Philadelphia, IA. Oh, getting some of that freedom. Yeah. Freedom. <laughs> uh, Philadelphia Freedom. Is that still the name of like a team there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that Elton John wrote that song, Philadelphia Freedom. And then I think a team pick, picked up that name, you know, where the freedoms or whatever. Whoa. But I forget what it was, what kind of team, and if there's still, if that's still a thing. Lacrosse? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I, I'm not sure of. It could be like just some kind of obscure, or, you know, I mean, it's, you know, like, could be like, uh, what's not the major leagues, what's it called? Like the B? Uh, minor B leagues. League, minor leagues, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so maybe a minor league team. Yeah. And that's the weird part is like there's minor leagues kind of, of in all of the sports, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. There's so much sports going on. Um, <laughs> what did you, what was your reaction when I told you via text who our guest was going to be today? I did a backflip, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Excited. I was very excited. The backflip did not land, though, so it hurt, but I'm still excited. Uh, all right. Well, it's true that we have a great guest today, Jason Ritter, who is uh, not only the son of the great John Ritter, but seems to have gotten all of his nice guy genes because he's, he's super nice. And um, you might know him from Kevin, probably saves the world, another period, drunk history. I'm drunk right now, by the way. <laughs> All right. Just kidding. I'm high. <laughs> Let's go to work. Here we go. Hello, Jason Ritter. How are you doing, man? I am doing well. How are you guys doing? Oh, uh, you know, our uh, Doug Mellard, who is, uh, I, I assume the two of you are meeting for the first time. Yep. <laughs> he's in, uh, he's in Philadelphia and uh, I'm in California, but heading to uh, the Chicago area this weekend. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, that's I'm where in Vancouver. we're at. You Ooh. are? Yeah. So there's a little, little triangle. 
between, yeah. between all of us. <laughs> We're all over the place. Uh, what's happening in Vancouver? You're shooting something? Uh, no, my, my wife, Melanie, is shooting something up here. So uh, we're here until the end of the month. Oh, look at you just hanging out in Vancouver. What do you do like uh, all day? I do lots of dad stuff. Um, <laughs> I eat food. I walk <laughs> around. I, I, do, uh, I do some, some video games, uh, you know, all the, all the yeah. fun stuff. Summer's pretty, uh, I like summer in Vancouver. It's nice. It is. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. And then you get a little bit of rain here and there, which is great, you know, which I love always. Yeah. Um, It's nice. Yeah. It's like a a warm summer rain. Mm -hmm. Uh, And on this show, what we basically do is we, you know, bring a guest in and talk about, uh, our name that we're both Dugs and your name in this case, Jason. Yeah. Uh, seems like, uh, uh, you know, a good name, Jason, like solid. Right? Yeah. It's pretty solid. You know, there's some cool little, uh, tricks to it. You know, I, the, um, I remember there was a, a time when I was a kid and, uh, a guy in a restaurant whose name was Jason, said, oh, your name is Jason? Uh, you ever know about uh, July, August, September, October, November? No, but I don't know what you're talking about. And then he said, <laughs> take the first letter of each of those months in order. Anyway, um, that was that that's an is, exciting little Jason trick. I love that. Like, so <laughs> once that guy told you that, like that you just have that ready to go. I have that ready for you. The fa- you guys are the first non-Jasons I've told that to. It's, 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 uh, I, I'm not sure if I'm like going against the the official Jason code, but uh, yeah, it's a thing like, hey, oh, your name is Jason. Check this out. Look at all the months. Notice anything? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's so is an okay name. And then uh, like you know, it, it, it's it's weird to have a name that a lot of people seem to have. I mean, it's not like. Uh, in the most popular name, but you, you meet one or two. And I remember at a certain point in my life, I was like, I've met three Jasons. And I was like, I met 17 Jasons. And I was like, I'm, I lost count. And also the, a lot of people have had bad, um, bad experiences with Jasons. <laughs> I've heard like a lot of people like, well, I have to like, I have to overcome some previous bad Jason behavior. Like, oh, Jason, huh? I'm at Jason. I'm like, yeah, you know, some, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what it is about uh, the name, but. It does like feel it. like the name you give somebody like in a soap opera, who's the jerk character. Yeah. It's I kind of got a preppy kind of feel to it. It does. It's like, it sort of feels like one step away from like, you know, Brayden or, <laughs> you know, and, and no offense to, to Brayden's, but I, every time like there's like a, you know, a, a sketch or something and they're going through names like this, I'm like, I'm, I'm the second tier. If they keep going with this bid, I know I'm coming, <laughs> I'm coming up soon. Um, but There'd be a lot of angry coming our way. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm so. I didn't. Mean, I. I didn't. Mean, I. I love. No, no, no. They're, they're always angry, so it's fine. It is. That's true. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I think there's a, a there's a show that I just worked on the like the villain character's name Braden. That's why it's in my head. Not any actual Bradens that I've I've met. 
But, I don't um, think I've ever met a Brayden. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met a, met a real life Brayden either. Yeah, I think it's more of a, a last name. I think so too. I think so too. I also, I mean, the other thing about Jason that I like is the whole um, Argonauts story, you know, the golden fleece and the, you know, he found this. Did you ever, do you guys ever see that movie with uh, there's all the stop, cool stop motion animation, Jason and the Argonauts. That was the first movie I ever saw on a VHS recorder. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah i we had a vhs copy and you know like since his name was jason i there's a part of me that's like this is this is me and that the whole story like i just watched it again recently and um it's it's very weird the ending is like which i, I didn't ever remember the ending as a kid but basically the ending is like he jason and medea are like going off into the ocean together and zeus is like well, I have some plans for, for them. Don't you worry. But it always seemed like kind of a happy ending. And then it was like years later where someone told me that like, basically the sequel to Jason and the Argonauts, Medea, is it doesn't work out in their <laughs> lovely relationship, even though there's no hint in the Jason and the Argonauts movie that anything's going to go wrong or that she's going to kill his kids in the act of revenge. Um, but yeah, I was very surprised to know that that's, uh, that's what's in store for, for that, Jason. It's a bad, bad marriage and uh, revenge killing. It's awful. You can't, you can't beat that stop motion animation that uh, Ray Harryhausen Oh, man. Uh, the work that he put into those things because, uh, you know, now they can cheat and, and make it a little easier. But at, at that time, he had to just sit there and, you know, move every everything just a tiny bit at a time. Oh, my gosh. And it really like you 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 buy it. That giant statue that that moves after the two guys steal some something from underneath the, there's a giant statue that kind of comes to life and the sound design is so amazing. It's like, yeah, I guess that's what it would sound like creaking horrible metal. If a giant statue <laughs> came to life and started to attack everybody. Um, but yeah, that, that all of his stuff is so incredible. That whole skeleton fight is as impressive and amazing yeah. as it ever was. And you're like, what, what year was this? This is unbelievable. And it wasn't like he was like, oh, I'll do what everybody's been doing. I mean, there were, I guess there were those dinosaur uh, movies, but he really stepped it up. He sure did. <laughs> uh, we owe him a, a lot of, like, uh, you know, the, these uh, Tim Burton animated movies and stuff uh, owe so much uh, to him. Mm -hmm. um, Jason isn't short for anything either. It's just Jason, right? It's just Jason. You can shorten it. Um but you can't really elongate it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. another uh, that's another fun thing that some names have. But most most names, there's like a longer version, you know. Are you guys are you guys Douglases <laughs> or yeah, both Douglases? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, have we come across a Doug yet who is just Doug and not a Douglas? I do not believe so. I don't think. Yeah, it it's very. It's like a unicorn. It's very. Very scarce. Yeah, even Doug E. Doug's name is Douglas E. Douglas. Oh, really? <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> I never knew that. Wow. That is and then there's also Douglas E. Freshless. Um, <laughs> but no, he's he's I did we ask him about that? I don't think we did, but Doug E. 
Dougie Doug was one of our first guests on the show. When, it would have to be. When we first started, we thought we're going to have all the famous Dougs on. But guess what? Uh, <laughs> there's, there's not that many famous Dougs, and of the ones that do exist, they're not easy to get in touch with. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I, I mean, I was trying to think of like some of the other Dougs that I've, I've met in life. And I, it seems like, a, a a name that is, I have it in my head as like a popular name and I could really only think of like two or three other Dougs besides, besides you. That you've met or that you've that I've met or known, or even, you know, I mean, like if I count the the Gary Larson cartoon, Beware of Doug. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a, yeah I, I can imagine how that must have felt to you guys. It's very cool. We almost uh, called that the show. This show was almost called Beware of Dougs, but then <laughs> I just thought about it and I was like, why? It just sounds you know, like a reason to not listen, <laughs> you know, and it's not, it's like not we're trying like to say, it's not like we're trying to say Doug's are, you know, all terrible, you know, cause that's not true. Yeah. We know, we know it's Jason's that are terrible. It's, yes. <laughs> so, okay. this, this should be a rehabilitation of the, the classic name Doug on your show. Um, yeah. So who are the, so tell us about the Doug's that you did think of uh, that you've either worked with or just know. Well, so the, the, the main Doug, um, that I remembered <clears throat> and it, it was, it was funny cause I had to like really pull back into the back of my mind. There was a Doug, first of all, there was a Doug that like the camp that I went to and I only remember that his name is Doug and that's about it. I'm just like, Oh yeah, there was a Doug, but he just <laughs> sort of, he was just Doug and he was great. just a kid that was at the same camp. Yeah. And I, we, I think we were friendly and I, but I'm just, I could, I was hard to, Oh no, now I'm, it's all coming back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, <laughs> it Douglas. I think actually he was one of the Dougs who went by Douglas or, you know, you could do it either way, but he really reminded me of the, the, the littler kid from honey. I shrunk the kids. You know, there was <laughs> the, the kid with the glasses who was sort mm -hmm. of yeah. very enthusiastic. And that was who um, uh, Douglas was to me just was very sweet and very, it's all coming back. I literally, all I had before this moment was, I know I've spent some time with a Doug at camp and now I'm <laughs> you, like his face and everything came back. I, even his last name. Um, well, you know, you're as a Doug, I think you're clearly on a very nerdy path. If you're insisting that people call you Douglas, <laughs> you know what I mean? That feels like something you'd say as you're pushing your glasses up off the end of your nose uh, it, while wearing a smock and you're about to pour something into it. Yeah, that's like the opposite of Bond. James Bond. Like, no, call me Douglas. Push call it. me Douglas. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it is, okay, it is so funny. We got, it, so we got that nerd from camp and then who well, else? <laughs> he was great. He wasn't, he just, reminded, I think they both had big glasses, but he was very cool. I liked him a lot. But the other Doug that I remember was like a, an absolute hero to me. Um, and I like, I, I completely idolized him. He was, um, I mean, in my head, he was like a, a total grown man, but he must've been at the oldest about 12 when the story happened, but I was in <laughs> kindergarten and, um, I was in carpool with, uh, Doug and Rob and a couple other people. And, uh, and it was the, it was the other kids 
mom's turn to drive us home from school that day. It was a, in our carpool situation. And she got a flat tire and um, pulled into a gas station and then was like, all right, I guess you guys are going to have to walk home. <laughs> and, you know, it was like 86 or something. There was no cell phones or not even, I couldn't even page uh, my mom. It, it just felt like it was a very bizarre feeling as a six-year-old to be like, wait, what? Yeah. We got to just make our own way. And so Doug and Rob, these two 12-year-old kids, basically we walked like all the way down uh, San Vicente Boulevard, all, you know, like just <laughs> walking. We had to walk up this big hill. They decided to go to, go to my house first because I was the littlest. And, um, but, you know, I was, I was sort of like, oh, I can't go on, <laughs> leave me. And Doug was like, here, you know, he carried me for like, I, I want piggyback on Doug for a little bit. Um, and they just both were like, we can do this. Like, let's, um, you know, I'm sure it wasn't as crazy as I remember. I'm like, I'm remembering it as like 127 hours level of like survival. <laughs> um, but it was like probably a 45 minute <laughs> walk home. But at that age though, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. And it was also weird. Like I knew they were older, but they weren't grownups. Um, and then when I got to sixth grade, I was like, Oh wow, this is how old they were when this happened. Um, and I've seen Rob since, and I've been like, you guys were my heroes. And I have never seen that Doug again in my head. He is, um, River Phoenix from Stand By Me. That's who I've cast <laughs> as Doug. You're like a similar sort of haircut and like tough, cool Doug who's helping me get home in this weird period of time where the grown-up said, nothing I can do. You got to walk home. Um, <laughs> very strange. And then, and then my mom drove them home after, uh, you know, after we got to my house. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That so worked they didn't out have to right. keep going, but. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a bizarre story to remember. Uh, I, I cannot imagine, especially now, although actually now I can imagine even more. I'm like, Hey, uh, you got to get home, call your mom or <laughs> whip out your virtual reality device. That you yeah. probably have. Yeah. Like something. how, how, uh, like do you give a kid a phone to a kid? Like as soon as they can talk these days, like what, at what point, I don't I know. know it used to be like, is. oh, you have to wait till you're older, but like it feels like it's a safety issue for a kid to have a phone. Yeah, I wonder if there's like, I, I wonder if they've invented yet some kind of like kid safe phone, child, like child where, burner phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Where so you can like, you know, call some, call your parents, but when there's, uh, no, when there's no Dugs to give you a piggyback ride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You look around and there's no Dugs to be seen anywhere. I'm what finished with my shift. Come get me off this corner. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, what about, uh, especially because you follow, you know, followed in your father's footsteps in terms of acting and show business, what were your feelings about the, the Ritter name? And did you ever have that thing that some offspring go through where they think about changing it so they won't be you know judged based on you know or compared to their yeah uh, i i i did think about that um in a little bit and it was it was weird like especially you know especially when i would go to camp with the 
with Cool Doug, I, I, I was listening to this. I just said you reminded me of that kid, but I also thought that kid was so cool and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, there would be a time, like especially at camp, not at school because people sort of started to understand, but especially when I would go to camp um, in Colorado, um, I would just, you know, I would, I'd go around, I'd introduce myself as Jason, obviously. Um, and there would always be a moment, either like I would get a piece of mail or something like that, where someone would kind of put it together or ask me, and then I would, I'd be honest about it. I didn't want to ever lie about it, but, <clears throat> but there would always be like a weird thing that happened when people found out where the behavior would sort of change towards me in a way that I, I wasn't ever fully comfortable with, um, and I, you know, I would like, you know, the, the first couple of weeks I would have been trying to make friends and try to make people laugh or try to do all my <laughs> things that, that would either work or not, uh, when I would try to make friends. But, um, but there would always be this, this, yeah, this weird moment where all of a sudden I would have some like kind of new friends with quotation marks who always would sort of bring the conversation back to like, Hey, so you think your dad's going to like come for like the end of the year ceremony or like what's the deal like uh, you think we're gonna meet him i don't care i don't care about any of that stuff but and i i understood that you know i fully understood like the thing of that it's exciting to to hear that and, and um but it, it just it felt weird it made, it made me feel like you don't like me for right me which always was like such a uh, uh, an important thing and i saw other people who like thrive on that kind of thing uh you know like people who like say their names in order <laughs> to get that attention and like yeah. all that stuff and and i just was like but then they you know that they don't that's all they're interested in <laughs> you can't be like and also i crochet <laughs> or whatever you know it's like um <clears throat> I don't crochet. I, I'm impressed by it. But <laughs> I was just trying to think of an impressive, impressive thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, I was gonna so say here's my here, uh, here's my stamp collection. <laughs> <laughs> like just like oh, such hard, to, so hard to compete with the uh, famous father when uh, you're just collecting stamps. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I built all of these Legos by following the instructions completely and having absolutely no creativity. Uh, what do you think about that? It took me a while. Um, yeah, I, yeah. So that, that was, that was a, a bit weird. Um, but, uh, but then I also, I didn't, I, I, I didn't want to, for some reason, I, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like changing it. I felt like, let me just go through this. However it, it, it goes and for better or for worse. And just kind of, um, I'd also felt like, I don't know. I felt confusing somehow, or like I was lying or hiding or, or I don't know. I, I just didn't, <laughs> didn't think about it too much. What's your middle name? My middle name is Morgan, which is my mom's maiden name. Yeah. See, so you could have done the old, the classic and become Jason Morgan. Jason Morgan. I could. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I did, I did a cartoon called gravity falls, uh, for a couple of years. And, um, the first couple episodes, there was some like contractual thing where I was doing this other show and they wouldn't let me do it or so something. And I had to be, I could be Jason Morgan on that show. So for the first couple episodes, I'm credited as that. And it's so funny because it's a show that has all these like hidden secrets and 
and things that the creator put in specifically to create like conspiracy things. And, and it all like comes together and it's all, there's like hidden codes and secret things. So there are people who are like, why is it Jason Morgan in these first couple episodes? And then it just goes to Jason Renner. Like what's going on there? It's like, no, that's, that's actually not one of the, the secrets guys. It's just uh, just some kind of contractual <laughs> spat that ended up like that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of actors just end up with, uh, you know, uh, getting forced into name situations because the same name is uh, already taken in, uh, you know, Screen Actors Guild when they join. Yeah, that's that's why I think because that's why William H. Macy is William H. Macy because there's (laughs) a Bill Macy. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, which is funny to me because Bill Macy always went by Bill, so it's just yeah. like William was William seems like a different name, but it, it's not different enough, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I get there. I guess there was also a William there too. He had to include the H as well. Yeah, well, William probably, H Macy is such a that's just such a dignified name. It really, it really is. It really works. It really works for him. Yeah, there probably was a Jonathan Thomas at some point too. Is why we got to put the Taylor in there. <laughs> yeah i never thought of that uh, that particular example <laughs> but because also that also just felt like there was a time where a, a lot of teenage actors seemed to have three names because yeah, it just felt like that's that's what all the teen beat uh that's you true. know all those characters all kind of have those kind of names and there are certain names that really just flow better with all three you know it sounded it, it sounded weird to say Jonathan Thomas, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, or just yeah. like it sounded weird to say Anthony Hall. It's not the same person. No, it, it definitely adds like a, a classiness, or or at least a little bit more like personality to it. <laughs> it does. It really does. Um, so I think we missed. Uh, I think you said there was a third Doug that we didn't get to yet. That you uh, are no. I, I think the third Doug might have been the Doug behind the tree in that <laughs> Gary Larson. <laughs> I think that I think that is the third example well, that I can think of. Also, well, so the the Gary Larson for anybody that's not familiar with it, the Far Side was you know oh. a strip that was a lot of animal humor, but in this case, it was a beware of dog sign, but it said beware of Doug, and then there's a guy hiding behind a tree, and like a, a businessman's like approaching the sign, and. Um, <laughs> But what's funny to me about what you just said is I never thought about it before, but how are we so sure that that's Doug behind the tree? Ah, Whoa, it could be somebody true. just warning somebody else about Doug. Doug's inside the house. <laughs> that guy's saying, I got to, the sign is not putting enough people off. I got to sit here and go, no, really stay away from Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's absolutely possible. Yeah, because that's the thing about his strips is they were quite simple and not, you know, not a lot of uh, explanation or, you know, the guy, guy's not wearing a little name tag that says Doug or anything. No, you could read but, into uh, it. Maybe, maybe the salesman looking guy is Doug. Oh, yeah. And he's, you know, coming home he's to scared. rip this other guy a new asshole for putting up that shitty sign. <laughs> that's true and so he's hiding behind the tree not because yeah. he's threatening but because he's scared yeah oh no here comes doug <laughs> i tried yeah, i tried to warn people about him i should have warned myself i didn't know he would come after me i didn't ever think that doug would see this sign and be offended <laughs> he's clearly uh, a dangerous enough man for me to try to warn the neighborhood 
That, Jason, that, that, have you, oh, what? That comic strip oh. is our Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> that, that Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> have you ever played a Doug in anything, Jason? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I. I don't know if I have. Um, Your name was Todd in something, I think. My name was Todd, which is. It's, it's very Doug-like, the name Todd. It is very Doug-like. I feel like I may have played Todd a couple of times. A um, <laughs> couple of Todds. Um, was I, yeah, I, was I Todd in Days of Our Lives? Uh, that would, oh, so? really? We're going back. Yeah, that, I'm trying to think. It, I, I played a Todd-like character in that. I was maybe Todd or Zach or something like that. I remember um, seeing, you know, because uh, I glanced at your uh, credits to make sure uh, to see if there was any Dugs that would pop out. But I, I definitely remember uh, seeing Todd. But also, it's confusing because on the, I was looking at the IMDb and uh, it says, why does it say Todd? Oh, now I get it. Or maybe what? I don't. It says Todd and then in, in, in parentheses, 1999. Oh, and it's, but it's listed as that you did it in 1965, which doesn't seem possible. That's right. That's because Days of Our Lives has been on since 1965. And they're saying this guy played Todd. I'm sure in they had several Todds over the decades. And so this yeah. is like, I'm 1999 Todd. Yeah. Um, this is a very specific time for Todds in the world. Like the different Terminators, the T850. T1, we all are the same soul <laughs> uh, in, in that show. It's a very strange, but that, uh, by the way, I, when those episodes were airing was the first time I had seen the show and it was so much wilder than I ever thought. I always thought that it was like, you know, affairs and love triangles and drama, but this was like a ghost had a man trapped in a painting <laughs> and like, it was so, <laughs> so wild it was really like curses and ghosts and it was very spooky so i you know it could be that <laughs> the reason listed as 1999 todd is there's a a theme where todds are time traveling shape-shifting people who can change everything about themselves except for the name todd they have to be todd or it breaks the whatever spell they cast on themselves i think it, it, yeah yeah i think uh, i haven't watched enough sense. of it to disprove it sure I mean, is that one that just ended or is it still going? Days of our lives? I'm not sure. Yeah. I feel like. I, I know there's a few still hanging in there and actually, and they seem like they're quite popular still. Um, yeah. But I don't know if that's one of them. I, I feel like if, if, if there are, if they're still going on, that's like, that's one of the ones that would have stayed. I feel like it's just like a, a juggernaut. They don't. It's, it's yeah. been going on so strong. It just has an audience that's um, just in every every day, or you know, enough people and trying a new show and a thing that has worked for this long. It's really amazing. <laughs> it's like an amazing, um, what do you call it? Like a like in a biodome, <laughs> like a, like an environment. Like so I, it's it's just a, it's a whole other world. Like they have oh, ecosystem. Ecosystem. That's what I'm looking for. Yes. It's, um, yeah, it's its own it echo chamber. Even. <laughs> it really is. There's like whole magazines that are just for, um, 
you know, it's like a, like a national Enquirer, but just for like actors on soap operas and a whole award ceremony just for, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's really amazing. So into that stuff uh i'm gonna just go ahead and say that i think the remaining ones are i think days of our lives still going i think the other ones are general hospital young and the restless and uh bold and the beautiful i think that sounds right the, the, i think that's, that's like about it i think everything else is gone that's so um, yeah indeed. doug yeah <laughs> what happened oh no i i <laughs> I, I just didn't, you think those things were going to stick around forever. All of them. It's so crazy. Yeah. But you know, game shows are popular in daytime and now, yeah. uh, you know, uh, judge shows are super huge. Oh yeah. I do love and, those judge shows. And yeah. And, uh, and talk shows, you know, it's like, uh, daytime yeah. is a very, very specific world. It's a very specific ecosystem as we like to say, <laughs> um, what do you think about, uh, the uh our first gentleman our vice president's husband doug emoff uh oh my gosh that's a big doug you've heard of him that's a huge doug <laughs> um, that's i cannot believe that i was i came to the end of my list of dougs and didn't even think about the first in history um what do you what do you call it? vice oh second gentleman i guess yeah. second gentleman yeah wow yeah. that is it, it, was that was that an exciting moment for for dogs across the oh world? we were so excited about it we were <laughs> like this is this is now is the time to start a podcast about dogs <laughs> now that this now that this guy's in there but he seems do you, awesome uh, do you envision yourself ever meeting doug like do you go have you, have you ever like been to the white house that kind of shit I've gone to, yeah, I've, I've, um, I visited many years ago. I went to like, uh, with this group called the creative coalition. We went and talked to a bunch of senators about, um, basically keeping arts funding in schools. And I just, I'm so bad at that. <laughs> I really just, I became like the stats guy. I was like, now that other people have talked eloquently about why it's important, did you know that 70% of whatever, like I just had my little book that I would read out a couple things and then let everybody else um, do better. I just get, I just would get super uh, nervous. And, but yeah, I've, I've been a, a couple of times. It's, it's so, it's bizarre. It feels strange. Um, everything about the the sort of the white house and the capitol building and all of it it feels it's like oh this is in this country i guess growing up in los angeles <laughs> there's not that yeah. many old buildings so you're like oh wow we do have some things that have been here for quite a while yeah um, i mean we don't even have you know in la we don't even have a, a state capital because it's for some reason it's in sacramento yeah. and uh <laughs> you know mm -hmm. so uh, just walking around DC every time I go there, I'm going to be back there in October, but everything, every time I'm there, it's just, it, it, it has like kind of like a Disneyland kind of feel to it. Like, well, these things are just here. Just, they're just rides and attractions basically, but they're doing the real work inside those places, you know, and a real uh, insurgence yeah. occurred at one of them. Last year, I know. I know, can't even last... believe that. That was so insane to watch. Oh yeah. So, I, yeah, it's uh, DC is a trip. 
But um, we have prepared for you, Jason Ritter, five and five questions. Doug's got five questions, and I, the other Doug, have five questions, and we'd like to uh, ask you those next. You're into it? Okay, good. We're going to do that. (laughs) We'll do that right after the break. We'll be right back after these messages. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back, and Jason Ritter is a willing participant in five and five. We don't, I don't know what questions Doug has written down. He doesn't know what questions I have written down. Uh, usually we don't overlap too much, but just really quickly before we do that, uh, we would like you to eat some leftovers. Um, we okay. didn't get to Steve AG. <laughs> Uh, we talked to him so wow. much in the first part of the show uh, last last time uh, when he was on a few weeks ago that uh, we, we didn't get to his questions. We didn't get to the prepared questions for Steve. <laughs> and, um, we, you know, we don't like to let things go to waste, uh, especially in this economy. So would you mind answering Steve Agee's questions first? Not at all. I would I would be honored. <laughs> you know, so you know, Steve. Yeah, he uh, he's one of the he's actually one of the few people I've seen um, recently. He because he was up in Vancouver for quite a while too. So he came over and we hung out and we leave Marco right. Polos for each other. He's a great great man. Yeah, Steve was up there for a while uh, filming Peacemaker, the new you know Peacemaker series. Yeah, um, and uh, so that's great. You guys were able to hang out. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really right. yeah. So you'll have extra insight into into Steve for answering these questions. Of course, you can answer them from your perspective or, <laughs> or from his or both, however you feel like it. Uh, <laughs> Doug Mellard, go ahead with the first question for, for Steve. All right. Uh, aside from Suicide Squad, which you were in, what is your favorite superhero movie? Ooh. Oh, boy. Um, yes, I, I am in superhero, I mean, suicide squad. Uh, uh, and, uh, oh man, my favorite superhero movie. I, I think, uh, I, it's, I, 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 I can't be in Steve's head for this, but, um, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I gotta say that I love that first, um, Batman movie so much with, uh, Jack Nicholson and oh, Amazinger mm-hmm. and and Michael Keaton. I just like, I and in a, in a strange way, even though I've really enjoyed all the Batmans, Michael Keaton has remained my Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just like, yeah, he's the he's the real one for me. I just um, and uh, and the performances were also great in that movie. It was so funny. All the you know the the smile gases and the makeup and all the people on the t- 
TV can't wear makeup. And it's, that's fun. And Jack Nicholson is so incredible. It's always um, so amazing to see these like truly incredible actors do these wild, like Dick Tracy, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) like that was Al Pacino. Holy cow. That Dustin Hoffman, it was in Dick Tracy. It just, it's just so fun to like see them get to do crazy fun stuff. And he was really so terrifying in that movie. Too. You don't really do, you know, there's less of that now of uh, actors like, uh, you know, putting on, you know, crazy makeup and costumes and stuff and really going uh, over the top. I, I mean, I guess it still happens, but, you know, yeah. I guess part of the issue is just casting has just become more about, you know, giving people a chance to play the roles where it's, you know, where they've lived that life, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and, but also I feel like a lot of, uh, you know, uh, of our incredible actors of, uh, of that generation uh, kind of do things that are comfortable, but or like, but it's, it's fun to see like Robert De Niro when he's in analyze this or something like that, sort of poke in front of himself and, and then being able to go back in and do like whatever else. Um, he's always so amazing, but it is fun to see someone, kind of break out into a difference. Like I would have never expected him to be in a big comedy <laughs> movie where he's like crying, doing all that stuff, especially after like seeing his stuff in Cape Fear and all the truly terrifying things that he can do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because De Niro is so funny in so many movies, uh, but like it also, you know, for me, he ended up, you know, being too good at comedy to, to maintain the, to maintain being like a scary figure, you know, like, like in the Irishman, I didn't, I didn't find him as intimidating as I think, you know, obviously the movie wants you to, you know, to think of him. I just think of him more as just this sweet man who says fuck Trump every time he goes out in public now. (laughs) (laughs) That is is truly amazing part of his. uh, (laughs) his He's just so blunt about it. It's so funny. Yeah. He's like, and and in such like an old school way, he's like, he's a punk. He's a. Yeah. 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 It's a very, uh, very in line with uh, Joe Biden. I bet you Biden and De Niro would have a very fun a fun time together. Banter, yeah. <laughs> I want to see this. All right, here's my first Steve Agee question. At what age, because I'm always curious about this with uh, people that are, you know, uh, very tall. At what age did you realize that you were tall? As Steve Agee, I'm going to say 13. That's when that happens because there's a growth spurt there, and suddenly he's just taller than everybody. I think it's either the growth spurt or it's like at least for for me, Jason. Now, now I'm Jason. I'm not Steve anymore. Um, <laughs> just uh, that's when I started to get really conscious of the things that were different <laughs> about me, right? And I think like you you become self aware in a way that you know, as a kid, you're just like running around not really where, and then you're like, oh, wait, I'm the only one who has an inhaler. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's weird. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess 13. I'm going to, I'll ask him and see if I'm right. Yeah, I bet you that's a, that seems like a, a reasonable, I remember 
seeing a picture of myself when I was 12, like, you know, I was 12 at the time, but seeing a photograph made me go, Oh my God, what, how did I, when did this happen? Like, I just, <laughs> you know, just me and my, just a picture of me and my friends standing there just looking so tall uh, compared to, you know, what we had been just, you know, merely you know, half a year before or whatever. That's so bizarre. I, my, my, uh, my little brother who's now taller than I am, but he was like the last of his friends to go through the growth spurts. It's <laughs> just like a period of time where all of his friends just towered over him. Yeah. And he just was like, yeah, he's the little guy. In there. I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting to <laughs> just want a couple more inches here. <laughs> my dad got up like six inches one summer i don't remember which summer but i remember that summer thinking this is the summer that that's going to happen and then it just didn't happen and i was like oh god it's just not going to happen <laughs> it's a real bummer i uh yeah i i remember having the same thought i mean like or having a growth spurt and being like wait until everyone sees me now but then they all had theirs too and it was still the ratio wasn't the same and i was like dang it come on yeah uh, when I was that age, you know, that's why the picture was so surprising because we weren't taking pictures of ourselves constantly, <laughs> right. you know, there wasn't constant, you know, there's home movies and some, and some photographs that were, you know, developed at the, uh, you know, photo, photo developing booth. <laughs> well, I mean, even home movies, it was just like, you know, I remember my mom took so many home movies, but you couldn't just like sit there and watch it that no i gotta go oh so just (laughs) so (laughs) such endless you're just filming endlessly like nothing is happening it's like okay (laughs) i see what we all look like what is there any other reason to watch this (laughs) exactly Exactly. uh all right so uh doug go ahead and give your second steve agee question or did you just do your second one no here's number two okay you played because you played king shark or king shark's body how do you feel? Thoughts on sharks in real life? You terrified? You like them? How do you feel about sharks? I, as Steve A.G., like sharks. Really? I, <laughs> yes. I know Jason is a little bit scared of sharks. <laughs> I do feel like, and maybe it's only because the movie came out and I really embodied this, but I feel like I could swim alongside a school of sharks and they would oh. accept me as one of their own. <laughs> That is insane. Yeah. I'm, I'm more aligned with Jason here for sure. Me too. And I would suggest <laughs> if, if Steve is listening to this, to not, to not do that, to not, <laughs> to not test that out. I don't want to be responsible. I don't want him to go, actually, that does feel true. Let me, let me give it a shot. Yeah. Jaws. Like a, lot, like a lot of kids, Jaws ruined the ocean basically for me. And same. I, everyone was so scared of, of the ocean because of that movie. Uh, but similarly, everyone else was also very scared of, of uh, religious stuff because of the exorcist. That's true. And, <laughs> and since I wasn't really, a, you know, I wasn't a terribly churchy kid and, uh, you know, I grew up in San Diego, so we were at the beach all the time. So like, uh, you know, I definitely was more scared of sharks than of, uh, you know, my head spinning around or whatever. <laughs> Demon possessed. being possessed. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was a weird time that a movie, like I wish there was a movie that could just come out today and make the entire country scared of, uh, you know, not wearing masks and not getting back. 
That would be. I think we. I think it's time to make that movie. That's true. The power of the. I was. I remember. I was so scared of sharks, but also, um, I think I saw Child's Play before I saw, you know, Toy Story and things like that weren't out. So the first thing I saw of like toys being sentient were like was about a murderous little tiny doll that scared the hell out of me, and I really uh, was more kind to my toys than I think a sane little child. Oh my God. I was like, yeah. all right, everyone, everyone, cool. <laughs> Everyone's gotten what they needed. <laughs> so, uh, little pitter patter of running feet in the hallway. Um, but I think if we did make, if we did make a movie, we're like, Oh, you didn't wear your mask. And uh, you got like some horrible disease or something like that. You know, that'd be so cool. To really well, yeah. The trouble home. is, the trouble is getting, uh, you know, getting people to come see a movie that like is clearly going to be that, you know, like that was what was so wild about Jaws is that everyone's like, oh, there's this movie that everybody says is going to make me terrified of, of the ocean and sharks. I can't wait to see it. You know, like why sure. are some people like lined up around the block to be uh, terrified, you know, to have a new fear for life? <laughs> new phobia. It seems a uh, it seems a little uh, intense to me. Oh, it's but, still, I mean, it still works too. Like, didn't didn't the the movie Hostel like took tourism to certain countries in the world? I don't want to add on to their thing, but like they had, there were a bunch of countries that had to like go on uh, like a publicity thing and be like, we don't have secret torture right. <laughs> rooms. Yeah, you Our can still come here hostel. and have fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I, for me, the reason I'm not afraid of sharks is because I'm in the ocean, like not, not at all ever. But, um, even if I was in the ocean, I, my philosophy is that the only times people get bitten by sharks are when a shark is swimming along and there's a person in the way and they, the part of that person ends up in the shark's mouth and the shark's like, what the hell is this? And bites down on it. Like, yeah. I don't feel like they're ever going after a person or trying to eat a person. Like that's not on their, that's not on their dietary plan or their, um, you know, they're not predators of, of people. Yeah. So, they don't seem to also like, there, there's a lot of times where it doesn't seem like they were, you know, like people get their arm bit off or people get bit in the chest or something. And then the sharks are like, Ooh, this is not my favorite. I'm going to move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't even begin to finish the meal. They're really wasteful. <laughs> Very wasteful. <laughs> you know, if you're going to kill something, you should eat all, every part of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Who raised these sharks? You finish down. what's on your plate. Finish what's on your surfboard. Such unruly sharks, <laughs> just taking bites out of things and moving on. But that's the other thing. Sharks have to keep moving. So, like, that's the other thing about like if you just are not in the shark's mouth, it's going to have to move like away from you. That's, um, That's you why they like, also say, if you come across a shark, immediately start playing a game of freeze tag and just tag it. And it'll have to stay still and then it'll just start floating <laughs> up. Those are the rules. Oh, I, gotta, I gotta write that down. I, th I thought you were supposed to punch them in the nose because they don't like that. Uh, I, I truly think that I've heard about punching in the nose for bears and sharks 
And to me, that seems like advice. I should look this up because maybe that is the right thing to do. But to me, it seems advice like you're already dead. This is how to make it go faster. Just, <laughs> just anger it. I think you're right about a bear. I mean, the, the thing I heard about a bear is that if you make yourself as big as you can, it won't want to confront you because, you know, even though it is bigger than you, it's, it's not an unreasonable creature. It's confused. Right. right. Yeah. Um, but with sharks, you got to see the episode of Mythbusters where uh, one of those Mythbuster guys, I think it's Adam, sits on the ocean floor in like, you know, scuba gear or whatever. No and, and sits there and in a pack of sharks and just uh, when they approach him, just punches him in the face and <laughs> they, they'll come back. You know, they don't just go away. They, they will swim around and come back, but they do swim away every time he punches them in the face. It's really uh, wow. amazing to look at. <laughs> that, I have never seen that footage, but I'm going to look it up as soon as we're done. That is yeah, insane. it was an episode of Mythbusters that I just made up. And so good oh, luck God. finding it. God, that'd be such a terrible, like, especially not telling you what year or what episode. <laughs> so like you go through just looking through all of them. Where's the shark punching? Couldn't but no, they really it. did. They really did do that. And it really does. It makes me feel like that's what I would do if, if I was in that situation. But again, there's no way I'm going to be in that situation. Yeah. I, I guess, I, I guess I'll go back to thinking to, you know, putting that in my shark defense moves list. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, the other great thing is to just pass along information. That's absolutely unverified. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always helpful. You know, it's Oh, helpful. this guy I know saw another guy punch a shark and it works. And it just feels um, right. It feels true. So, you mm -hmm. know, that's how we, that's how we decide. Uh, my next question for you for Steve Ag was, uh, uh, Crocs yeah. for or against. I, I feel like for, I feel like, um, uh, I mean, for, this comfort? Is not, for comfort and for, um, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I've, I've worn some, not Crocs, but some other shoes that are made of a very similar sort of rubbery plastic. And I've quite enjoyed them. I've worn them too many days in a row, in fact, but then they're so easy to just wash because you just rinse them off and they're fun to go in water and come out and they dry fast. And I, I think, uh, I think, I think Steve <laughs> and I are similar in this way. We're like, this is functional and this works. Did you guys, when you were together in Vancouver, just sit around in Crocs, just uh, <laughs> talking about how fast they dry? I would have. I, I mean, I love talking about Crocs. I mean, Crocs are also the, I still, I don't own a pair of Crocs, but I do like that thing of like, there's some holes in these shoes and uh, you can put little, uh, you can make them your own, like a, like a 12 year old's backpack. You can just yeah. angle some things down and. I've got some very ugly Crocs that I, I just wear them to go to the pool, but um, they're, they're just the ugliest colors. So I really am uh, on the verge of, I think I'm going to bedazzle my Crocs. I think it's, you know, at, at a certain point, you're not, you're certainly not wearing them for anybody else. They're, they're for you. So why not? Why not bedazzle them? I'm going to do it today. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> all right it's your turn doug 
All right. You were in a film uh, called Aliens, Clowns, and Geeks about an out-of-work actor that stumbles upon the key to the universe and is drawn into an intergalactic war between clowns and aliens. And I got to know, who won, the clowns or the aliens? Oh, my gosh. I want to see this movie so bad. I mean, I remember (laughs) shooting it because I... I'm Steve and I'm in it, but I just, I want to, I want to, <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'm going to say, you know, in a lot of these like uh, fighting movies, they, I, I'm going to say the clowns win. I'm going to say it would be, uh, yeah. I, why are they? There's got to be something about them. That's not just like people who have been passionate about the art of clowning and, if there's got to be something if they are clowns that means it's not like makeup there's some they've got to be some kind of creature right that just comes out as a clown i'm guessing here <laughs> or maybe like- it is people who like went to russia and like really studied the old <laughs> the old art of of clowning or are they rodeo clowns i i can't remember because it's been such a long time since we shot i'm gonna say the aliens won actually they got the aliens boy, you switched I did switch. I've I've been thinking about it. (laughs) Are you a big clown fan? I, I, yeah, I like like clowns. Um, I like certain clowns. All this talk about uh, clowns and aliens and stuff made me realize that another thing that might be weird about the name Jason is uh, the Friday the 13th movies. Oh, yeah. That is true. I didn't even. Did you get a lot of grief for that? I did. I um. I every Friday the thirteenth, there was like a you know, hey, where's your hockey mask and stuff. Um, <laughs> and then you know, I'm sure. It's and like, you're like, shut up, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think with every name, there's like one or two jokes that people just assume like no one's ever said this to you yeah. before oh, and you're yeah. like this has literally been the thing since i was six <laughs> or whatever it is maybe not six for friday the 13th but since i was 12 um yeah but then i got to uh, i really got to face uh, face him down in uh in freddy versus jason i got to say hey yeah now that's it's right. my turn um and then it was but then there was also another sort of humiliating thing because Instead of either calling him Ken on set, because that was his real name, and calling me Jason, or calling him Jason and calling me Ken. Will, they just called um, they just called him Big Jason and me Little Jason. <laughs> I was oh, like, "What? It's his character. Why does why, why if let's do characters or real names? Why do I have to be Little Jason all the time? It doesn't feel nice." <laughs> and it was. It, is there an f- official winner at the end of Freddy versus Jason? There is. Uh, the guy with the cooler name comes out on top, um, <laughs> but then then Freddy uh, Freddy gives a little wink, and so you're not you're like oh, right coming back. You're not like, done he won this yet. round, but yeah, exactly. You're still gonna have dreams. Like that's the thing about Freddy to me is like why why be scared of him? He's just a guy in dreams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that is why I was so scared of him. Because, like with Jason, I was like, "Just, just start running. He's not a quick guy. <laughs> just run out of the park." 
um, <laughs> get to a car. But Freddie, you're like, I've traveled across the world, but I'm going to fall asleep at some point. And he's gonna yeah. Yeah. There's just no, there's no getting away from him, but also just, just, uh, you know, wake up. Yeah. Get some no dose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel terrible because our time is up and we've had so much fun with you answering Steve's questions. We or not, we didn't even get through all the Steve's questions. Um, but thank you for being, uh, such a good sport about it. Yeah. And what is there, um, what's there going on with, uh, Jason Ritter that you would like to, uh, plug or promote? Oh boy. Uh, well, there's, um, there's, uh, an event on October 16th. That's a fundraiser for Huntington's disease that I'm really trying to get as many people. It's a free event. You can just go online. And um, if you go to where I'm, I'm tweeting about it all the time. So people go online and uh, sign up and, um, and, and then the season two of raising beyond is going to come out at some point in the future, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly when. Where is that at? That's on Netflix. So it'll be, I think it'll be at the beginning of this next year. Yeah. Netflix is like, they play real fast and loose with uh, release dates. You know, they like, they like to sense the, the mood and then throw something out there. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, you got anything to plug Doug Mellard? I am in Philadelphia at the punchline with Dan Cummins. Uh, you can catch us tomorrow, Friday and Saturday, the 10th and 11th. And I've got that new album out called I'm Worried About Me. Buy it, stream it, rate, review it. Uh, and thanks for picking it up if you already have. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I've got shows coming up in uh, uh, both Rosemont and Chicago uh, this weekend, Sunday and Monday. DougLovesMovies.com for all of my dates and things that are going on. Uh, Jason, we end every episode and, and thank you again for being here. You were yeah. a great, great guest. Oh, um, uh, we end every episode by, uh, just giving the show a name that's some sort of Doug pun that has something to do with the guest. So I was thinking it'd be fun to call this one. Doug probably saves the world. I like that. <laughs> I, I really like that. <laughs> All right, good. We're replacing Kevin with Doug and then probably in parentheses, I'm just saying all this so that uh, producer Ryan knows what to call the episode. Uh, <laughs> until next time, as always, Doug probably saves the world. Got it.